Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Equipped to March, with WVU Chi Alpha. The hope of this podcast is to equip small groups with sound biblical teachings on God and how to walk with Him, and to equip the small group leader with the tools to lead as God has called them. We pray you are equipped and encouraged by this podcast in order that you can march well for our King on the college campus. Now, please welcome our hosts. All right, well, welcome back, everybody, to our week five of our podcast thing, I think, podcast five. Um, It's going to be a good time. We have two guests. What's your name? Jeff. And? I'm Dalton. And uh, today we're going to be talking about motive, uh, where it's at in the Bible, what it is, why it matters to God. But first, we decided to start off with a fun question. We were talking about this earlier. I was a little tired. I was like, I got to wake up. So I need some hype up music. And so I'm going to listen to the Battlefield 1942 theme song from the video game that I played when I was a kid because that gets me hype every time I listen to it. But Jeff, what's your hype up song? Um, It's a song by Bring Me the Horizon. It's called Can You Feel My Heart? It's a pretty good one. It's got some intense like, you know, instruments. Yeah. (laughs) I like instruments and words. It has words too. That's good. Words are good. Yeah. I like them. What about you, Dalton? You know, there's there's a lot of them that I like to listen to to get hype. Uh, lately, I think though it's been uh, "Call Me the Breeze" by Leonard Skinner. Nice, that's cool. Um, yeah. So uh, going to our topic, uh, it is motive, and the question that we're going to start with, uh, Dalton, is can you just lay out for us like what is motive? Yeah. So when we're talking about you know what motive is. Uh, I looked up in you know Merriam-Webster dictionary, kind of the, the gold standard, I guess. <laughs> um, you know what what the def- dictionary definition for motive is, and it's actually pretty short and simple. It's just uh, something that causes a person to act. So, um, you know, if you do something, whatever caused you to do that, that's your motive. Um, but one uh, practical way that we like to look at it is um, why do I do the things I do, and who do I do them for? So it's kind of like twofold it's like the reason you're doing doing something but also you know who who is the motivating factor um behind behind what you're doing yeah yeah that makes sense um what was the first time like you guys heard that those two questions um i don't know it was definitely when i was in college um i can't like think back specifically to a time that I've heard it. It's just kind of something that I, it's just, I've heard it so many times and I've heard it for so long that it's just like, whenever somebody says the word motive, I just automatically think, you know, why do I do the things I do and who do I do them for? Yeah. Um, but I can't think specifically like the first time I heard it. Yeah. Do you like, um, do you, do you guys like come back to those two questions like fairly often or is it like you think about it like once a year, you haven't thought about it since you first heard it or like, like, how does it affect, like, your everyday life, basically? I think in some ways, for me, it's more like a, it's kind of a subconscious thing. It's not like I, every day, I like, here's the things I did today. Um, you know, why did I do that? Who did I do it for? <laughs> um, not like writing out a list of everything I did every day, but. Yeah, um, that would take I, a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tied my shoes. <laughs> Uh, so I, I tied my shoes cause they needed to be tied now. Um, but I, I think it just, um, for me is something that just kind of, um, you know, informs 
a lot of like the bigger the bigger decisions that you make um um at least you know it doesn't go down to all the like little tiny mm-hmm. tiny details but especially it's really important for me um you know in those those big decisions yeah yeah that makes sense um i remember the first time i heard it was probably my freshman year um even before i like went through training as a freshman to like be a small group leader the next year i just heard it all like my small group leader said it um his friend said it you know it was like said at chi alpha service um and so it it really has definitely like helped me have like a right filter of like how to live my life really um because it's those two questions really do um kind of um they're like at the root of like what you were saying like not just like big decisions like what am i going to do for the next 5 years of my life um uh, but even like what kind of person am i going to be um because yeah like like you said Dalton it it's or like uh Webster said you know it's like the underlying reason why we do anything um and so i guess you know the reason why we're talking about motive today um as you know kind of one of these core things that we see in the bible is because god actually cares about motive. Um, and so, um, we were talking about this a little bit less yesterday, yesterday, yesterday. Um, Jeff, can you kind of unpack a little bit about like, you know, where we see motive in the Bible? Yeah. Um, so in the Bible, like whenever I think of, or like whenever I hear motive, I think back to Paul. Um, and, he, whenever he's like talking to the Galatians, um, he's just, he asks them, well, he asks himself this question, um, but as he's talking to them, he, he says, am I trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. Um, so whenever I think of the Bible, um, and what it talks about with motive, like that's the first thing that comes to mind is just these words of Paul, because there really is only two options when it comes to motive is like, am I trying to, you know, please man or am I trying to please God? And pretty much there is no other option when it comes to our motive. Um, men, like could we we could be pleasing ourselves or looking for the approval of others. Or it could be, you know, am I trying to live to please God? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's in, kind of important to to realize that when we talk about motive, it's not just, it's talking about, um, you know, why we do good things and bad things. Because I think most of the time when we think about motive, it's like we mess up and we're like, oh, why did I do that? Or, yeah. you know, why did Christopher do that to me? What, what was his motive for that? Um, but we're really also talking about you know, we can have good and bad motives for, for our good actions as well. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what Paul is touching on there. Yeah. I, I, um, I think like, that's really cool. What you said, like, um, about Paul and like, you know, he said, am I trying to please God or please man? I remember for, um, the longest time up until a few years ago, um, I, I realized that my, view of Christianity was like rules based um, and which meant that because God is Lord 
I have to follow a set of rules that he gave me, um, which, you know, according to actions, I was like good to go, you know, because I was doing everything I knew I needed to be doing. Um, and so that was kind of like, I was still like doing good things, but I think like more than like what God wanted me to like, like more than like God wanted me to behave a certain way. He wanted like me to do it because I loved him, not just because like I was following a set of rules. And so I, I realized that like, because I was like trying to please God in a way, not like out of love, but like almost like trying to earn my salvation. Um, it affected like my relationship with other people where a lot of times I was like a people pleaser more than I was like caring about what God thought um, about who I was um, or, or what I was doing or not doing. And so, so even like as, as someone who like grew up going to church relationship with God, it was like, yeah, like a, a lot of the things that I did, I was able to see like, man, I've actually been like really trying to please people. Um, and so it's, it, it takes some time to like really see, okay, like why do I do the things I do and who do I do them for? Um, and that's a pretty big question. It's a lot of times tough to answer. Um, but you know, that's like part of walking with God is like getting to a point to where we know that we're like in love with Jesus and, and the Lord so that we're like, our motives are like from, from that relationship. I think it's cool that you, um, you know, have a little bit of a story of a uh, time you realize your motives weren't the best because it's often really hard to do that. Um, in Proverbs 16 two, it says all a person's ways seem pure to them, but motives are weighed by the Lord. And so, you know, a lot of times we think we're doing things for the right reason. Um, but God knows we aren't, and he, he can reveal that to us because um, it's really hard to do by ourselves. Yeah, that definitely, like, took me a while. I mean, I was, like, 27 or 26, you know, and, and I had, like, grown up in church. And so, you know, it, it, it took me a while to see a, a pretty fundamental aspect, you know, like, of, of why I was doing a lot of things and who I was doing them for. Um, but um, something that we talked about, uh, yesterday, kind of just preparing for this was, um, our definition for love, uh, or kind of how we best understand what love looks like as like described in the Bible. So, um, yeah, Jeff, can you, um, yeah, <laughs> just say what that is and kind of say what that looks like in your life and regarding motive. Yeah. Um, so the definition that we as Chi Alphans or whatever you want to call the people that are in Chi Alpha. <laughs> whatever word you have for them people people they are people um sometimes sometimes they're not <laughs> oh my God. uh but yeah the definition um that we use a lot is love is unselfishly choosing for the highest good of god and his kingdom and basically what that has to do with motive is well if you call yourself a christian and you really are trying to please god um, and that is your motive, living for the approval of God and not for man, then everything that you do should be dictated by love. Um, and this definition of love that we use, not, you know, the worldly definition or any other definition. Um, but yeah, if you, if you truly do call yourself a Christian and you try your best to live as God calls you to live, then everything that you do will be painted by this definition of love, of doing 
you know, everything that you can to, you know, grow God, grow God's kingdom and just unselfishly live your life. Um, because if you're living with, you know, godly motive, then your life will be unselfish. Yeah. And yeah, just like, I don't necessarily think so much of like the question, like, why do I do the things I do and who do I do them for? I don't think about it like, you know, every day. But the definition of love does like kind of, it is more like yeah. pertinent in my mind than this question. Um, so yeah, thinking about love and thinking about, am I doing this for God and his kingdom? Yeah. Um, not so much like the question, even though they do kind of go hand in hand, like am I doing this with the right motive? But I do have that question or that definition of love in my mind all the time. Like am am I doing this like, unselfishly like am i doing this for god or am i doing this for me so it kind of is the question but like not necessarily thinking about it in those exact words yeah yeah um don can you i just say the example of a selfish choice for god and his kingdom that you shared yeah so um kind of like a stereotypical thing people like (laughs) christian meme pages always like to make fun of this but like guys after youth group or church who will like carry as many chairs as they can to impress <laughs> girls and so like it always works they're serving <laughs> it's never failed it's so <laughs> you never do it <laughs> just yeah, start doing it more. you're doing it's kind of a good example of something that you're doing you're serving the church um you know but you're not doing it because you love the church and you want to um and you want to help help out the church you're doing it because you want uh the person you're interested in over there to see how strong you are because you can carry six <laughs> chairs in each arm. <laughs> that is a lot of chairs. <laughs> Twelve chairs. Uh, yeah, that's. Would you be impressed? <laughs> yeah, I definitely yeah, would be. be yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a funny example, but I think like that that like happens a lot more than we realize. You know, like um, I can't remember if one of you guys said it already, um, but you know, just how it's tough for people to see other people's motives. Um, but like the Lord's like completely aware of them. And so I think, you know, it's, it's tough to see that, you know, a lot of times where it's like, Oh, this dude's just trying to show off for this girl. Maybe that's a little bit easier to see, you know, cause you know, people are you know going to do that all the time, but um, there's actually kind of similar, but uh, just, way back when Jesus was alive, Matthew 6, uh, Jesus talks about how um, when you pray, don't go like, you know, wailing and flailing, you know, in front of the whole church or, you know, in the temple so that people can see you and like see like, oh, you know, you're super holy because you're praying so loud or whatever. Um, But he says like, you know, go like in a secret place in your house um, so that like the Lord can see you only. Um, and he, you know, kind of uses that as an example. Uh, he goes on to say how if you do that in front of people, then, and you're like just wanting people to think more highly of you, then you're like, God's basically like not going to think much of that because your motive, um, although you might've been actually praying about some serious stuff, your motive was to like be seen by other people and mm-hmm. be thought of as a holy person or, you know, godly or whatever. And so in that situation, it's like, man, does that even, does that right act of prayer 
even pleased God in the first place because like your motive was to gain like approval of people, you know, and that's like something pretty crazy to think about. And like kind of one of the main reasons we wanted to talk about motive was because, you know, we see in different places in the Bible, like there and, and others we're like, God actually cares about our motive and not just our action. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And later, um, I don't know if it's in this passage or another passage, but he does say, like, be careful not to, like, pray in front of men, like, if you're seeking their approval. And, because he goes on to say, like, for that is the reward. Oh, yeah. It's like, the same place. Yeah. Okay. I thought so. I wasn't I wasn't sure. Um, I could have just opened, but I didn't. He, <laughs> he did. I could just cheat off of him. Um <laughs> Yeah, but he says like, um, like be careful not to do do this because that is a reward. Yeah. So like instead of like if we live to Dang. please man, yeah. like the approval of men is our reward, yeah. and if we live to please God, then that is like then that is our reward to get the approval of God, which yeah. is like, it's you can't really compare the two because they're so vastly different. It's yeah. like, you know, do I want like this old crummy like banana peel, or do I want like a four course meal, <laughs> like? Obviously, like, you're going to choose one. Right. But, like, when it comes down to it in our hearts, like, the approval of man sometimes just looks so much better in the moment than truly living for God and truly, like, getting a reward from him instead of a reward from people, which is more, like, instantaneous in life. Right, yeah. Yeah. I say, it's hard. It's harder to see, like, God's approval in the moment than it is to see, like, everyone clapping for you because you did something great or like like carrying six shares on each round. Yeah. <laughs> I'd clap for that. I would clap for that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Six shares on each round. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's more appropriate. But yeah, like I, it, I said, it's, um, the, I think that is the reason why we so often choose to do things or why our motive is because is, um, the approval of other people because it's just like in the moment, a lot more visible and, um, makes you feel good, you know, when yeah. everyone likes you. Yeah. And, and at that point, you know, like what, just going back to what Jeff, you read about, um, how Paul told the Galatians, you know, am I doing this to please God or to please man? Um, there's really just two options, you know, it's like you're either pleasing God or you're pleasing ultimately yourself, because if you're pleasing man, then you're just really wanting them to view you more highly um selfish right yeah yeah. and and so it's it's not it's not for them because i can even you know go and like give 50 bucks to someone outside the church right here on the steps in front of whoever's walking by just so that they can think that i'm a great guy you know but that's more about my reputation than it is this guy's like (laughs) livelihood or you know whatever um, and actually Grace and I have been watching, uh, Sherlock on, on Netflix, uh, and, um, I won't give anything away except if you haven't seen it, it's been out for a while, so I wouldn't feel bad anyways. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you see throughout the show that Sherlock doesn't actually care about helping the people that he's solving cases for. He only cares about getting it fixed and like demonstrating his, his wit and his like ability to figure stuff out. And so although all these people are like being helped and their lives are like being restored or cases are being solved and people are in a better spot because of what he's doing for them, he's not actually doing it for them. He's doing it for himself. Um, And so 
yeah, like is is the result the same? Maybe in in a lot of situations, probably. But you know, Sherlock, and for anyone else who does things for other people, but ultimately for themselves, they're actually still a wicked person, you know. And I, and and if I'm doing that, if that's my motive, if the, if why I'm doing things and who I'm doing them for is for me, then I'm still a selfish person needing Jesus to like to save me and change my heart, not just my actions. Um, because yeah, any anyone can fake being a good person by doing like helpful things, you know, but like that, that person is still like in need of like a serious heart change from the Lord. Um, and yeah, it's just crazy. Like what you're saying about like their reward is man's approval. Like that means what their reward isn't is like God's approval, which is pretty scary, you know? There's kind of two things that we had been talking about. One, you know, uh, which we've been talking about for the most part um, so far is like um, God cares about our motive, um, regardless of like whether we're doing like something good or bad. We we still need to like make sure we're doing it for the Lord because he doesn't just care about our actions. He cares about like why we're doing it. Um, but then I think another way to... Um, that like we see motive as important is like God doesn't just care about like cleaning up chairs after church or, or us praying for him, you know, like he's like, God wants my entire life to be, to be devoted to him. Um, and so, uh, Don, you said that verse was in Ephesians. Yeah. It's a uh, Ephesians six, seven, um, which says, uh, serve wholeheartedly as if you were serving the Lord, not people. And um, I think that really just goes into, you know, showing, you know, every part of your life uh, you should be doing for God. Um, you shared a, a story yesterday. I don't know if you want to share that. Um, uh, yeah, it's a, it's this story where basically this, this guy is talking to some lady at the church that he spoke at. And she comes up to the front and she says, hey, you know, like you make Christianity sound so easy. And like, you know, someone has a ton of time to do, you know, just follow the Lord. And, you know, I'm a mom and I have to take care of all this stuff at the house, you know, doing laundry, doing the dishes, you know, cleaning up the house and, you know, taking care of my kids, packing lunches, you know, whatever she goes on. And then uh, the guy, just when she's done, he just asks her, well, how much longer would it take you to do the laundry for Jesus? And, you know, it kind of poses this question of like, a lot of being a Christian and being in relationship with God it's just doing the things that you're already doing for him rather than for yourself. Um, and I just think that's like so cool because it makes relationship with God, first of all, more like all encompassing of, of my daily activities. And second of all, not that it makes it easier, but it makes it easier to see how I can live life for him outside of just explicitly religious things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think one thing that, you know, that made me think of was, especially with her, with that case of like doing the laundry for Jesus. Um, it's, it's more of like a perspective change yeah. where instead of, oh, you know, the laundry basket's full, so I'm going to go do the laundry. It's like, you're doing the laundry, you know, because you love your family and you want to serve them. And, you know, kind of by proxy, you're serving God by serving them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
It makes me think of um, a book that I read shortly after coming to college called uh, The Practice of the Presence of God, which is basically like, that's what he talks about in the whole book. He's a monk and he lives in a monastery, as monks do. Because um, <laughs> where else would you live? Uh, but basically, like, he, I think his main job is, like, washing the dishes. Like, he serves in the kitchen. And pretty much everything he does, like, he realizes, like, I don't just have to do these dishes. Like, I can do these dishes for the Lord. And, like, wherever I go, whatever I do, I can spend time with the Lord while I do these things. Um, and it really, like, yeah, it's it's a good book. And it really does, like, it shifted my perspective a ton when I read it. Because it was like, okay, like, you know, I have, like, I kind of have to go to class. I kind of have to, like, do my homework. Yeah. But, like, putting in the putting it in the perspective of like, okay, like I can do these things and serve the Lord in it instead yeah. of just like doing these things out of obligation for like, because I'm a student. Right. Yeah. It, it makes things that you have to do, but don't want to do a lot easier to do. Um, <laughs> yeah. Although you still may not want to do them. Like it makes it easier. Um, like, I don't know, just having roommates for a very long time. I still have one. She's not my wife. Um, you know, but before I was married, I had guy roommates, obviously. Um, and you, dishes just pile up. And instead of, you know, like if I'm thinking like, I don't want to do so-and-so's dishes for the, you know, a hundredth time this year, you know, like instead of like doing my, doing their dishes for them, I can do their dishes for Jesus you know and it's like oh wow like how can you at that point say i'm not going to do their dishes for jesus you know it's mm -hmm. like it's like a lot tougher to say that um, so it's not like a matter of guilt it's like man i can actually do their dishes for jesus and like be excited about it um because i'm like doing this like to serve the lord um you can do anything for jesus you know as long as it's within there's some things you shouldn't do at you all. You cannot sin for Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> that very clear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can do a lot of things I'm just for gonna Jesus. Go kill uh, a couple people for yeah. the name of the Lord. <laughs> so I uh, just wanted to make that clear. Thank you, Don. <laughs> for that. Um, but yeah, it's just like, I don't know. It just makes things you don't want to do a lot easier to do mm -hmm. if you think, man, I can, I can do this for Jesus. Um, one, one last thing just, uh, that kind of has been in our conversation was just, um, how much knowing someone's motive has to do with like how well you can trust that person. Um, because there's a lot of times where somebody does something where you just, really want to assume the worst about why they did it. But I know Jeff well enough to where if he does something that I like, don't understand why he would have done it. I can at least say, well, I trust Jeff and I know that he loves me. And so I'm just going to like assume the best. And like, if I need to like ask him about it, uh, Hey man, why'd you do this? Um, but not, you know, crossing my arms and storming off and saying, you know, screw you, see you later. Mm -hmm. Like I can, I can like go to you and like, we can, we can, I can, I can assume that there was like, if not a good motive, at least like an oblivious one, you know, yeah. uh, rather than like malicious intent. Um, and so like motive is like a huge part of like relationship um, that we probably don't like think about a lot, but it actually enables us when we know it, you know, to, to trust people better. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, like the saying is like to choose trust over suspicion. Yeah. Um, that's just like, I don't think that's like a Christian term or anything. Um, but really, like, it's about your motive, too, because you have to have the choice to choose to choose to trust the person or to be like, OK, like they did this and I'm going to think that they had like ill intent, mm-hmm. like when it came to this action. So, like, it is kind of like a two way street of like, oh, hey, like. I'm going to choose to trust this person. And also I'm going to, you know, since I know them, I know that their motives are most likely, you know, pure and not like malicious in any way. Yeah. Yeah. It it really is crazy. And uh, we don't have the time to like unpack every verse or place where like the Bible talks <laughs> about, you know, uh, how God cares about our motive and even like choosing Israel's king in, in, uh, in first Samuel in the old Testament, um, there's a verse that says, you know, God looks at the, or, sorry, that was backwards. Man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. Um, and so, you know, that's like, yeah, that, that's first of all, in one hand, it can kind of be scary, you know, cause like, oh, he, he knows me for who I am really in my heart, the things that I don't say and do, but the things that I think. Um, but on the other hand, it's like, well, thank you, Jesus, that like, I don't know, it's encouraging that even though he knows those things, the junk I got in there and like, you know, he he's, he still loves me. Like John three sixteen, for God so loved the world, that was his motive that he gave his one and only son, you know? Um, and like, yeah, just his, his love like for us supersedes the junk in my heart, you know, that he knows that he wants to fix. Um, and so... Yeah, it's just, I don't know, we, yeah, like I said, we don't have time to go, like, through everywhere, like, where the Bible talks about motive, um, but, yeah, we, we want to, like, encourage you guys to um, talk through this stuff, see how um, motive affects your life, ask yourself and each other, why do you do the things you do, and who do you do them for, um, and, yeah, just, like, um, if you're there, like, commit to God, not just what you do, but ask the Lord to help you, um, to do, to do everything for him and, and, and do things that you're already doing, um, for him. Um, but yeah, we're, we're out of time. Um, and so we're going to go ahead and wrap it up and, uh, yeah, if you haven't yet, like, and subscribe, uh, it's not a joke. Uh, you get notifications when we post our next videos, um, check out, uh, there's a document that's going to be attached to the video as well as the Spotify and the podcast. And so check that out. Look through the questions um, and the additional resources. Um, yeah. And this was fun. Thanks, guys, for being guests. You're uh, welcome. <laughs> yeah. Thanks it, for having us. It, it, it was fun. And Thanks uh, for being my host. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a choice. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is awesome. Uh, but yeah, we'll uh, see you guys later. <laughs>